Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome. It's our number one, our number one of the podcast, and we are glad you have chosen to spend some time with us. So this hour, a Maller pep talk. That's right. Uh, the, the guys on Fox Sports 1 said something that annoyed me. Uh, they said the Dodgers, who lost to the Atlanta Braves in Game 2 of the NLCS, gained, quote, momentum because they came back and made it close and had a chance to tie the game in the ninth inning, but they still lost. We examined that. And I will give you my position on the word momentum in sports. We've got that. We spin the wheel of producers as well. It's all coming your way. We'll meet our new producer of the night. And it's coming your way right now in our number one of the podcast. Here it is. It's not Dodger Blue. It's Dodger Blues right now. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, emanating live from inside the Magic Radio Box, also known as the Geico FSR Studios. I'm glad you have chosen to spend some of the most valuable resource that you have hanging out with us. That would be your time, and we do appreciate it. And uh, I was watching a lot of uh, a lot of activity. I think you were probably watching a lot of this as well. Maybe not. Had double barrel baseball action and an NFL game. And we're going to start with baseball. Normally, we would start with football, but I, I need to start with baseball because the Dodgers need some help. And who better to help them than yours truly? Uh, so Freddie Freeman in the NLCS game in Texas. Freddie Freeman hits the two run homer to break what had been a scoreless game for the Braves, who then proceeded by the time they were were done with that little run, had scored the first seven runs of the game. And they had a 7-0 lead. 
They ended up holding off a late Dodger push for an 8-7 to win in Game 2 of the National League Championship Series. So Atlanta is up two games to none, sitting in the catbird seat, two wins away from a trip to the World Series, and they are just right where you want to be after two games of a best-of-seven situation. The Dodgers, not so much. The Braves are 7-0 and to start the postseason, and they have proven that it wasn't just playing Cincinnati and the Marlins that got the Braves all those wins. They have they have shown that they are legit in these first couple of games. Now, Clayton Kershaw was supposed to pitch for Los Angeles. He was supposed to pitch. He was scratched by back spasms. Now, the irony on this is I often have back spasms watching Clayton Kershaw pitch in the playoffs, so I have that in common. Now, in Clayton's place, Tony Gonsolin started, and he actually, I thought, pitched pretty well for the first few innings of the game, and he should have ended up with a better stat line if only Pedro Baez had not puked all over the mound when he came in, living up to the Dodger bullpen tradition here. It was disgusting. And then the thing that really got me going, I don't normally watch these post-game shows, but I kept the TV on after the Dodger-Braves game on FS1 and the Fox post-game coverage. You had A-Rod, Big Poppy, and Frank Thomas all sitting around the set there, giggling like school kids, very confident. They claimed right, right in the microphone and the camera, and they claimed that the Dodgers, according to A-Rod, Big Poppy, and Frank Thomas, the Dodgers had taken the momentum, Uncle Mo back, because they scored all those runs late in the game and they had a chance to tie the game in the ninth inning, even though they didn't actually tie the game. They Each one of them agreed with the other ones that, yep, that, yep Dodgers got momentum, so let us discuss the question. I think you know the answer. Do the Dodgers now have the momentum, in air quotes, in the National League Championship Series? How about N to the O? All right, I've got the speed bump, McLaren, and Stockton. And we will combine all these things together. Now, A, uh, I don't believe you get anything other than a L next to your name when you don't actually score more than the other team. Are we supposed to give the Dodgers a gold star and maybe an extra juice box? Is that what we're supposed to do? My God, there's no moral victories. We're not talking about youth sports here. Stop. And this momentum stuff. You're, you're a dummy when you say the momentum thing. It's good sportscaster jargon to say momentum, right? It's accepted. Unfortunately, It doesn't actually exist. It doesn't exist for the Dodgers. It doesn't exist for the Atlanta Braves. We have waxed poetic behind these microphones many, many times over the years about the stupidity of the term momentum in sports. Momentum is an abstract idea. You can mold it however you want into just about anything, just about anything you want to tell the story you're looking to tell. It is Simply an after-the-fact explanation. That's an after-the-fact explanation. So let's call a spade a spade. The reason the Dodgers are in the position they're in, there's a couple reasons. The Dodger pitching staff has been bludgeoned. All right, They've been bludgeoned, especially the bullpen, which has let them down bigly in these first two games. The offense, I don't even give the offense that much credit because if you wait to fall behind 7 to nothing, I'm not impressed that you then scored a bunch of runs late in the game. Do it early in the game. Put some pressure on the other team. How about that? And this Dodger pitching staff falling apart like wet bread makes me want to puke watching these guys who were so good during the regular season. And, and you know, it's not like we haven't seen this before from different Dodger teams over the years. And as a result, because of this uh, pathetic performance the first couple games of the series, the Dodgers are now playing uphill. You want to play downhill. It's much easier to play downhill. The Braves are playing downhill. The Dodgers are now going uphill. Scoring a few runs in garbage time does not change the fact that your offense was anemic for most of the game. All the confidence is on the side of the Atlanta Braves. Freddie Freeman and Ozzie Albies uh, leading that Atlanta offense that has now scored 13 runs and have 18 hits in two games. 13 runs and 18 hits in two games in the National League Championship Series. And that's against the number one pitching staff 
in the regular season in professional baseball. The Dodgers this season were driving on easy street. They were in a self-driving car, and it was, hey, let's have a cup of coffee, we'll listen to some music, and we'll read something on our phones. They feasted on the National League West and the American League West, who they played interleague. It was a cakewalk. They had the top record in baseball. And this, right here against the Braves, the first speed bump that they have faced. Down 0-2, that is a massive mountain to climb. It is not impossible. But statistically, it's this close to impossible. Teams that won the first two games of the best of seven league championship series going into this year are 28-3. and That is a over 900 win percentage that Atlanta's got in their favor. The last time we saw a team from 0-2 come back was the Boston Red Sox team of 0-4, where Dave Roberts had a... Stolen base, you might remember, and that was his only big moment there, but it was a huge moment against Mariano Rivera and the Yankees in 04. The last time a National League team has come back, the 1985 St. Louis Cardinals that were managed by Whitey Herzog, and they did that against Tom Niedenfuhr and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, in other words, based on past results, it's looking bleak. Uh, Who's going to be the Dodger version of Jack the Ripper Clark? Who's going to be that guy for the Dodgers? They could have had A.J. Pollock could have been that guy. He could have been that guy. It would have been earlier than Jack Clark, but he had the opportunity. Now, part B of this. So Dave Roberts is a good foot soldier for the front office. They say, Yeah, listen, he is. Listen, Roberts, they say jump. He says how high. Wonderful. This situation, though, the situation the Dodgers find themselves in, they're in the pickle jar. And it calls for something different that's out of his comfort zone. And it's not analytically based. There's no algorithm that you can bring up that's going to help the Dodgers right now. There's none of that. If you look at the police handbook, this is a code three lights and sirens emergency for your season. And Dave Roberts needs to do something that is just not part of his nature. I liked him in that spot. I really did. Oh, my God. Now, before I tell you what Dave Roberts must do, here is what Dave Roberts had to say following the latest loss. He's a seasoned veteran, Roberts, talking to reporters after a bad playoff loss for the Dodgers. There's a thing of... Obviously, you know, in a deficit, you know, who they've got available. But I think that tonight, I think we did a good job of getting other guys in there to get uh, their feet wet as far as in this series, um, to not stress them for them to be available uh, in the coming days. But you just can't play every game, regardless, regardless of score, like it's life or death in a seven-game series. Yes, you can! You have to, you dummy! You have to! It's not a Wednesday night against the Rockies at Dodger Stadium. You've got to adjust to your environment, for God's sakes! And this is my concern. And I mentioned that Roberts has to do something that's out of his nature. He's got a lot of fire under this pitching staff. They have sucked collectively at a time you cannot suck. And Dave Roberts, who's a very mellow, happy-go-lucky guy, he's easygoing, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, enough is enough! And that soundbite, that's not what I want to hear. I want Dave Roberts to give that pitching staff a tongue-lashing that will inspire them and give them confidence at the same time. I would like to bring in the old Seattle Mariner manager, John McLaren, who remember that famous rant? Years, I'm sick and tired of off every day and got nothing to show for it. I'm tired of losing. I'm trying to get my ass beaten. So are those guys. We're gonna change this around and get after it. And only we can do it. The fans are pissed off, and I'm pissed off, and the players are pissed off. And that's the way it is. There's no easy way out of this. Can't feel sorry for ourselves. Got to buckle it up and get after it. Tired of damn losing this every night and we bust our ass. It's got to be a total team effort to turn this thing around and that's it. Yeah! That's what I want! That's what I need! That's what the Dodgers need! They don't need Dave Roberts. Well, you know, you can't play every game like it's life and death. 
Okay, that's why every year the Dodgers win a gazillion games during the regular season and go out and take a ride on the vomit comet in the playoffs. And so, so now, now the Dodgers going into this game on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening, Wednesday night, whatever it is. Julio Urias will be on the mound. He's 24 years old. Who? He he is, uh, you know, pretty good. Not the greatest, but he's pretty good. He will take the ball Wednesday uh, here with the season really hanging in the balance. Hanging in the balance. All right, last word here. All right, last word. So these Dodgers have carved out a niche of finding new and creative ways to lose playoff games. We've talked about all of them over the years here (laughs) on, on the radio. But that lineup, the first game and most of the second game, was suffering from extreme tight tuchus syndrome. Now, hopefully they did snap out of that. There's no guarantee that that's the case. The Braves have had a stampede to start the NLCS. Someone ought to let the Dodgers know that the starters for Atlanta, I know a guy in game two, uh, he did not exactly throw darts out there. He was walking a lot. Who? Sloppy. Uh, Anderson. But the Dodgers... They're not going against Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz here. This is not the rotation of Hall of Famers that the Braves have. The the Dodgers, before they scored some runs late, they were hooked up to the EKG machine there. They had an EKG machine in the the dugout, and the heart rate was extremely low. Uh, Now, there was a resurrection late, but again, this reminds me a lot of what we see in basketball, where... At the end of the game, one team's up by 25 points or so, and they go to the fourth quarter, and the team that's trailing outscores the better team by 20 points and makes it look respectable, and they often cover the point spread. doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean Unless you win the game, it doesn't mean anything. And again, teams down 0-2 in the league championship series are 3-28. That's an 0-97 winning percentage. But according to Dave Roberts, you can't play every game like it's life and death. Cannot do it. Cannot do it. <laughs> that is grim. But I am going to be Benny Brightside on this one because I remember the words of the great Dick Stockton from Fox Sports. He used to work at CBS. Who? And he told me. He, and I, I, I had him on. He was previewing a game he was doing for Fox that was a terrible NFL game. And he, we were supposed to promote the game and get people to watch the game. And I remember talking to Dick and I said, why would anyone want to watch this? game and i gave all these numbers about how bad the teams were that the the game that he was calling and uh, dick stockton said ben stats tell you what has happened not what's going to happen so that gives you some hope but the words of dave roberts did not they're not encouraging words i liked him in that spot i really did and as far as the stress you're supposed to have stress it's part of the gig. It's part of the deal. And I remember Tommy Lasorda had a great line about that, stress in the playoffs. And you know, pressure is a word that is misused. Lasorda used to rant. He had the, the same rant over the years. It's misused in our vocabulary. He said, when you start thinking of pressure, it's because you've started to think of failure. And Dave Roberts, his soundbite right there, sounds like somebody who started to think of failure to me. I don't like what I'm hearing. I do not like it at all. Again, I want a tongue lashing for the Dodger pitching staff. That's what I would like. I'm not going to get that, but that's what I would like to see. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? You certainly can at 877-99 on Fox. Also, the American League, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays, who are just one win away from ending the reign of cheaters from Houston for this season, and we certainly hope that happens. All of America pulling for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, That would be tremendous. Uh, No bigger scoundrels in baseball than Jose Altuve. I loved Altuve, that strike call in the ninth. I laughed. I pointed at the TV and I laughed. I said, that's that's good umpiring. That that looked like a, you know, hey, listen, call a strike. Why not? He's bang, bang. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Altuve's got the yips in the field. He's making, he looks like Steve Sachs or Chuck Knobloch out there. Oh, it's great. The downfall of this guy. He was going to go to the Hall of Fame. He's not a Hall of Famer. Altuve's not a Hall of Famer now. He's not. He's got the cheating on his resume and, and now, you know, he goes this way the rest of his career and there's no reason to think he won't. It's over. It's all over. All right. 877-99 on Fox. We'll spin the wheel of producers coming up in a couple of minutes. And the Dodger-Brave game, after the game, somebody on one of those two teams got a little surly. Now, obviously, it wasn't Dave Roberts. We would have played that if it was Dave Roberts. But somebody getting a little testy 
following the Braves-Dodgers game. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a regular listener, you know the Ben Maller Show is unconventional sports talk. We dabble in the outlandish and bond with the freaks and geeks. Facebook's a digital playground for all of us. You can chat with other P1 friends of the show. It's painless, and you can cancel anytime. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. 
Big Rig Rob Wright City says, Marconi Maller, you have once again nailed another monologue. Way to end the show on a high note. Good job by you. So Rob's already turned the show off. And the show does end when you turn the channel. It does happen. Mark, the full name guy, wrote in. He was ranting and raving like a lunatic. Let's see if I can find that here. There's so many of these wonderful messages. Dave Roberts has no sense of urgency in the postseason I think he meant to say Bruce Bochy and any of the old school managers would call Roberts, quote, out of touch. You got to play like there's no tomorrow. I do not count out of LA yet. No, I don't count the Dodgers out, but I don't like what I'm hearing. Justin, one of the Cincinnati bros, says, I finally figured out who Dave Roberts is, and he's basically Dusty Baker. And he says, by the way, the Dodgers are effed. Uh, let's see who else do we have Uh, Steezy writes in I forget what he wants us to call him but he says uh, when do the Dodgers fire Dave Roberts Uh, I mean I don't really care it's not happening anytime soon says this is comedy as a chance oh yeah the Dodgers are likely to lose to the Braves at this point but they'll keep Dave Roberts they'll find some reason to hold on to Dave he can't get rid of Dave I mean he's Apparently a lifetime contract. If they didn't get rid of him a couple years ago, why are they going to get rid of him now? Keep him around. So, you know, throw, it's a throwaway year. 2020, you know, we had a good year, but who cares? We won uh, the division again. It's okay. Yeah, you know. That's all they care about. They, listen, they, they are following Stan Kasten, who's an executive for the Dodgers, was with the Atlanta Braves in the 90s. And they're just following that playbook when Stan Kasten worked for the Braves. And they're like, well, as long as we make the playoffs every year, and maybe once in a while we'll win the World Series. See, I'm starting to, be, I'm starting to worry, though, if the year they were supposed to win the World Series was the year the Astros cheated. I told you that. I, I told you that last week. <laughs> and if that was their window to win the World Series and, and they missed it because the other team cheated and baseball encouraged that and didn't punish that in any way, none of the players got punished, then uh, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Mr. Luciano writes and says, A-plus monologue, Benjamin. Choke-tober. No, no, it's Geico Ween is what it is. Anyway, Choke-tober is in full effect for the Dodgers. I predict they will go down 4-1 to one from a Giants fan, Mr. Luciano uh, says. Yes, uh, Bill in Southern California uh, says, uh, here we go. You, you always sent these. Uh, oh, yeah, he's complaining because I didn't send the. The rundown I usually tweet out before the show. I had some other things going on there. I sent it out a few minutes late. Calm down. Robin Vegas says, fantastic Marconi-level opening monologue. There's nothing like a good Maller pep talk. Now, fill me in, Ben. From what I'm hearing, did Clayton Kershaw miss tonight's start because of a contusion to the vaginal region? Uh, no, Rob. I don't, know where you, I don't know where you would... Find that. Chris in Houston says, Ben, I would feel your pain, but we already have our piece of metal. There's the, where's the great Mookie Betts? By the way, congrats to the Rays on making it to the World Series and the Grave Dancers dancing on the Astros' grave. You can suck it, Chris in Houston says, because the Astros will be back. Well, that's good to know the Astros aren't going out of business. They're not going, they're going to, they're going to come back and play next season. They're not running out of, that's good to know. It's good to know. There you go. Double uh, O Mexican says, another great monologue, Ben. Why is uh, Roberts not playing to win every game? Why is he holding back? Someone needs Roberts to talk to Herm Edwards. You play to win the game. Yeah, there you go. Well, Dave Roberts could coach baseball at Arizona State someday, right? Be the Sun Devils coach. They've been a very successful program. Been very good over the years. Uh <laughs> Oh, the, the the I hate cheese guy is back. He says the Dodgers would at least beat those lousy Packers. He says, well, we have to spin the wheel of producers. As you know, Koopa Loop is away. Uh, well, he's not really away. He just went out of town, and so he's he's being quarantined until we make sure he doesn't have the cooties. And so we have the wheel of producers. Spin the wheel. Big money, big money, big money. All right. It's not Gascon, so that's good. We say hello. Crack the mic open there. The great Kevin O'Connell is producing the show tonight. Hello, Kevin. Who? Hey, what's going on, Ben? Kevin, now, how, how long have you worked at the company, Kevin? 
Uh, a little over a year and a half, I would say. A year and a half? Yes, yes, yes. Wow. And were, were you in school before? Did you work somewhere else? We, we need to learn about you, Kevin. We don't know a lot about you, so we have to learn about Never you. Never heard of them. Okay, a little info about me. I Before this, I was in a broadcasting program and interning at NBC Sports um, right here in L.A. Oh, you were? Yes, oh, yes, okay. yes. I was working oh, under um, Jeff Biggs, if you're familiar with the name. I've known, I've known Biggsy for many years, Jeff Biggs. Very nice I, I, guy. He, he used to work here at Fox Sports Radio back in the day. I worked with Biggsy when I was first starting out back in the day. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, great guy. All right. Well, Kevin, uh, thank you, and uh, look at that. Following your dreams in radio. What, what do you want to be? You want to be on the air? You want to be a program director? You want to be in TV? What do you want to do, Kevin? What's your dream job? Definitely would like to be on the air. Um, hopefully move to TV at some point, but at least uh, radio yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's where the money is. TV is where the money is. It's much exactly. easier. Exactly. It's, much, it's exactly. much easier to do television. TV people have it so easy. There's a bunch of people that do all the work for them. They only, if you're like a TV like newscaster, you're on for like two minutes on the local news. But even if you do one, I did like a half hour show well, years back, and it's like with all the commercials, like 20 minutes. It's nothing. It's easy money. So, uh, well, good luck, Kevin. I and, appreciate and, and it. You got another rule, though. I mean, you know, once you've worked on the show, if you become successful, remember us, okay? Okay, okay. I'll always, yeah. remember, always remember you. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. All right, there he is. And Kevin, you might be asked to sing. Somebody might ask you to sing, so be prepared, okay? I don't know if you want to hear that, Ben. Uh, we you had you bo- couldn't be any worse than Bo. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Eddie. Okay, yeah. good you will find. <laughs> good point. <laughs> There's nothing there to hide. Yeah. Uh, so, Kevin, have you actually listened to the show ever before? You don't have to lie if you haven't. That's all right. Uh, outside of being at work uh, late? No, I have not. Yes. All right. Another fan, Eddie. See that? Uh, another big fan of our work here. Well, usually I like to go to bed yes. before midnight at some point. I understand. Well, it is before midnight right now. It is before, before midnight. Before midnight, really? That's kind of early. Yeah, you're you're yeah. a young guy. Why are you going yeah. to bed before yeah, midnight, what's dude? What's wrong there, with you? No, are you old? All, you sound young. What are you, old? No, I guess it depends on the night. That's true. Um, I don't know. I like to get up early. I like to go to bed a little bit early if I can. He's an early riser. I like to be productive. Kevin, have man. you been warned about no, no, the no, callers? No. Oh, my God. This old man. Um, you, only a few times. You know about the callers on this show at all? Yes, yes. I've been okay. warned uh, by quite a few people before oh, I came here tonight. Very actually. good. Yes. Very good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's see if we're ready, huh? Well, you might want to buckle up. You might want to buckle up on that, Kevin. All right. There's Kevin. Other than working here, not a, not a listener to the show. So uh, we'll uh, teach him about the show. We'll see how this goes. Uh, you know, there's a podcast. Can we have a podcast? You can hear that. So yeah, that's like the daytime option for those. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, yes, I know. You're aware. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. We have uh, some interesting surly activity after the Dodger-Braves game. We will get to that. It is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. We'll get to this soundbite, which is which is pretty good. Now, uh, we, we've uh, upset El Guapo. He says, if you want me to continue to listen, it's El Guapo, not Steezy. He says, I listen twice a month and I get disrespected. Well, here's the thing, El Guapo or Steezy or whatever your name is. If you want me to call you El Guapo, then you have to change your little Twitter handle. I don't remember you because you don't tweet that much because you're not part of the regular P1 crowd that's very active there. Uh, Big, Big Ray Rob says, another producer fill-in. I had no idea... Neil O'Donnell's little sister was working at Fox Sports. Well, that's not very nice. How dare. Yeah. Uh, Michael writes and he says, uh, Dave Roberts always sounds like he's high as hell, not a care in the world. Yeah, he doesn't seem that any of this really bothers him that much. Like, it doesn't seem to affect him at all. Which I don't like. I, some people like that, and guys like that get praised and they celebrate it. And you're celebrated. I I want fire and brimstone, even if it's you know it's not authentic. I'd rather have fake fire and brimstone than la 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 la. You think Tommy can still manage? I'm worried about Tommy. I haven't seen Tommy in a while. I'm worried about last time I saw him, he wasn't doing that good. So I hope Tommy's okay, but. You could prop him up in the dugout or something like that on the end of the bench, right? He'd do it, too. You know Tommy would do it. Man. If he still, he still got a little bit, he'd be like, yeah, I'd be out there. I don't care. You know, he's you almost remember, 100 years old. It, remember when he just ripped uh, Jesse Roscoe during the middle of the game during a, oh. a, a, a visitor, visitor's mound? Like, come on. Man. That's the kind of oh. stuff these Dodgers need, man. Oh, the sword was one of them. And when he was mic'd up, too, some of those old baseball clips from, from the you know, Oh, yeah, and he went 80s. to take that guy out, yeah, and yeah, the guy yeah. was like, I feel good. Tommy's like, I don't care about F. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Tommy was a showman, man. He loved to put on a show, and he knew he was on camera and on microphone. So, speaking of putting on a show, let's go back to the Dodger-Braves National League Championship Series. The closer, Mark Melanson of the Atlanta Braves there, he came in and uh, a little shaky there, but he ended up, the game ended, and, and he got very upset uh, after the result because a reporter for the one of the newspapers in Atlanta, David O'Brien, uh, well, let's just go to the audio. Listen to the Atlanta Braves closer reacting to a line of questioning, and he did not seem to enjoy the line of questioning. Mark, can you look at this as, uh, yeah, you guys almost blew the entire lead, but can you look at it as, hey, we survived, and that's all the postseason's about. You showed something there in the end by, you know, against a team like that. I mean, you're up 2-0 now, however you got there. I don't. I mean, can you take a positive out of it, even though you blew most of that lead? You still blew We, we didn't blow a lead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really understand your question. Can you still take something positive out of this? You're still up 2-0 in the series despite, you know, blowing a big lead. Can you leave this thing feeling, you know, good that you survived this game? I think that's a terrible question. I'm not even going to answer it. All right. <laughs> what a moron, man. What a moron. Well, no, listen, I, I feel for the writer because it's, it's easier to write a negative story. It's like we like doing the negative. If it's negative, it's good radio. It's good you know, writing on the Internet because nobody clicks on positive stories. They click on negative stories in sports. And so he was finding an angle. Where he, but like he said, he didn't, they didn't blow the lead. I like, know, I know. Well, listen, that's why, I, that's why I got upset and I, I did the monologue at the beginning of the hour and I was all upset with A-Rod, Big Poppy, and Frank Thomas because they were all, oh yeah, the Dodgers, they've got the momentum back. They made it seem like the Dodgers won the game. Yeah, that was dumb. They didn't win the game. There's no, there's no attaboy pat on the back, you know, participation trophy. It's ridiculous. They lost the game. It doesn't matter that Atlanta almost gave the game up. They won the game. No one's going to remember this. No one's going to remember that at all. They're going to remember that the Braves won the game. Like, do you remember the Giants when they went on their run, God forbid, years ago, and they were going to the World Series and they won three times in the span of a few years with Bochy? There were moments that they didn't play that well, but they still won the game. And it doesn't, you don't remember that? Jeez. <laughs> Stop. Stop with your, your narratives. You know when the Dodgers had a good day when they won the game? I'd like for the Dodgers to play like crap and win a game in the playoffs. I would like that very much. And then you can say how the Braves have all the momentum and all your dumb sports cliches. You can throw them all out there. Have a field day. Knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. There's a Mexican lefty on the mound tomorrow. Unfortunately, it's not Fernando Valenzuela. (laughs) (laughs) Fernando is not walking through that door. (laughs) He is not going to go out there, although... I got to tell you, he would have been at his advanced age, Fernando, would have been a better option than Pedro Baez. I would have rather, I would have felt, oh, would yeah, have felt more comfortable. Yeah, put number 34 out there, uh, Fernando Valenzuela, put him out there. So the poison pill, this is crazy. Now, we, we mentioned the, the playoff ratings in basketball were historic. They lost 70% of their audience in the Laker heat matchup in the NBA Finals. It was brutal. Well, in baseball, uh, they it's a weird thing here because the we don't have the ratings, obviously, for Game 3 of the Astros and Rays, but the first two games between Houston and Tampa uh, were the two smallest league championship series audiences on record. <laughs> Both games down 66% from last year. Wow. They lost 66% of their audience. Uh, the the uh, television feed on the American League Championship Series, games one and two, and it, it was bad. But here's the reason that it's, it, it's interesting here because it's only that series. The Dodgers and the Braves, game one was down just 10%, which is, you would say, within the margin of error between the Braves and Dodgers compared to last year, the NLCS. So they only were down 10%, which is a lot better than down 66%. And the Game 1, remember what else was going during Game 1? There was an, a Monday night football game. that, And that was the most watched Monday night football game of the season, I believe. Uh, so the, the Chargers and Saints did very well. As bad the- as the NBA Finals ratings are, I'm going to say... 
Braves and Rays will be the wor- worst ratings in the NBA. Yeah, planet. you're right. In fact, so far, there have been fewer viewers in that Tampa-Houston series than any NBA conference final game. And if if you want to stick it to Rob Manford and the people at baseball uh, and you want to hurt television, put Tampa Bay and Atlanta in the World Series. And uh, Well, there's really no great combination of Tampa Bay's part of it. I hate to say, I'm pulling for the Rays. I want to see the Rays win, but let's be honest here. No one in that area even cares about the Rays that much compared. Nobody goes to the games, you know, all that. And it's not exactly a national following, if you know what I'm saying. So that's the early report card on the league championship series, and it's not uh, not good. All right, we'll have the MLB league championship series pick, and we'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes. Here's the Who Am I game. So Russell Wilson, Seattle's Russell Wilson, has a 792 winning percentage in primetime games, games at night. It's the best record of any quarterback with 10 or more starts since the merger back in 1970. His win on Sunday against the Vikings put him at 28-7-1 as the Seahawks quarterback in night games. I am second all-time in winning percentage in night games since the merger behind Russell Wilson. Who am I? The answer, next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller 2020, and you can be heard in the democracy of the Ben Maller Show. We encourage and welcome the voice of the people. That would be you. Following the voice of this show on Twitter, he's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Jawan Howard, former member of the Five Fab, is replacing John Beeline. And now live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. The MLB playoff pick'em for the League Championship Series games on Wednesday. We'll get to that coming up in a minute. But first, here is the Who Am I game, a blatant attempt to get you to listen longer. So Russell Wilson has been the dominator if the Seahawks play at night. Seattle, with Russell Wilson under center, has a 792 winning percentage in night games. That is the tops of any quarterback with 10 or more starts in said night games since the 1970 merger and he beat the Vikings the other night Wilson now 28 7 and 1 I am second all-time in winning percentage among quarterbacks in night games again the criteria here 10 or more starts that is the question what is the answer Adam is going with Daryl LaMonica as his answer Ozzy the dog says Ward Cleaver no help in Minnesota is checking in with Ron Swanson, Moon Earth, as his uh, selection. We've got the Screaming Possum going with God Sham God. Mr. Nice Guy checks in with Chris Berman. Boy, that's, a, that's an interesting photo. Did he just take that recently? Drew Brees tossed out by Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield. Rob in Vegas, not to be confused with Rod. Rob in Vegas is checking in with Uncle Rico. Vols fan Jimmy says it's Tony Banks. Who else? Sean in Arizona says Todd Marinovich is the answer. Mark Bolger from Chris in Des Moines. Travis checks in with Woodsy the Owl as his selection. Malibu Rubin is going with Buffalo Bills legend J.P. Losman as his answer. Uh, Who else do we have? Uh, Your sports source says, is it your new producer, Kevin Early Rise? O'Connell, is that the correct answer? Jake in Toledo is going with J.T. O'Sullivan as his answer. Just Josh, one of the Cincinnati bros, says it's Troy Aikman. It's got to be Troy Aikman. Who else do you have? Jody the Season fan says Mookie Blaylock. Got Paige down here. Mean Gene Okerlund from Zach. That's his answer. Goldberg from Jason in Rocky Mount of Virginia and Aussie guys going with former Ohio State student Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, he briefly did go to Ohio State, but uh, that is incorrect. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? I do have an answer. It's John Kitna. All right, John Kitna. Is it John Kitna? No, sorry, Eddie. It's not John Kitna. The correct answer is Steve Young. Steve Young, the 49er Hall of Famer, 767 winning percentage. In night games back in the day. Here we go quickly. It's time now for the MLB playoff pick'em. I'm going first. I didn't want to win. I tried to lose. I picked all guys from the Braves. I'll do it again. Kyle Wright of Atlanta. I hope he sucks. I hope I lose. Kevin. I got Tyler Glass now of the Rays. All right, Roberto. Hurry up. Uh, Julio Rios, I guess. E- Eddie, back to back. Uh, Eddie. Freddie Freeman and Manuel Margot. Damn it. All right, Roberto. Uh, Mookie Betts. Kevin. Brandon Lowe. Wow. Randy uh, Rosarena and Max Muncy. Zach Grinky. Zach Grinky. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.